You had an arse full of farts that night, darling, and I fucked them out of you. Big fat fellows, long windy ones, quick little merry cracks, and a lot of tiny little naughty farties, ending in a long gush from your hole. This is, of course, uh, from the famous author, James Joyce, who at every fuck gave you your shameless tongue bursting out through your lips. And if I gave you a bigger, stronger fuck than usual, fat, dirty farts came spluttering out of your backside. Of course, James Joyce, the, uh, the famous author known for the Dubliners, a short stories collection, a portrait of the artist as a young man, and most famously, his masterwork, Ulysses. Mm, the smallest things give me a great cock stand, a whorish movement of your mouth, a little brown stain on the seat of your white drawers, a sudden dirty word spluttered out by your wet lips, a sudden immodest noise made by you behind, and then a bad smell slowly curling up out of your backside. And these little uh, lovely snippets are from his uh, love letters to his wife. Thank God some uh, some literary nerd out there found these and decided to save them for us. Because they'll be popping up throughout this week's episode. Wow. Speaking Cast of which, in, hi, I'm Scout. And uh, welcome to our podcast. Uh, I'm Walker. Roger. And we got a new, uh, we actually have a special guest host with us today. Uh, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, this is Ziggy. What up, Ziggy? Uh, if you had to tell somebody about yourself very quickly, what would you say? Um, Bama Lamb. Bama Lamb, there you go. Bama That's Lamb. all you need to know about Ziggy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Bama Lamb. All right. Heck yeah. So <laughs> I was trying really hard not to uh, laugh on the mic while you were reading this because those those were pretty raunchy poems there, dude. Well, so they're they're not poems. They're actually from a love letter. Uh, I, I think a series of love letters. There's several different dates here. Oh, so that's all one letter that that's from. Those those couple were from one letter, but I'm seeing several different dates here. And actually, they could be from different letters because, to be honest, back then they like wrote multiple letters in a day and shit so you know were those just recently published nah dude i remember reading about that shit sometime in college i i don't know when they were published i imagine they probably were honestly available to people relatively soon after he died <laughs> I, I think that's kind of how that literary stuff goes you know I don't know anything about James Joyce. Is he still alive? Nah, dude. He's he died in like the forties, I think. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah, I literally know nothing yeah, about. Yeah, no way. Him, really, he was born. The- he was born in like the eighteen seventies or eighteen eighties, I think. He was born way back. Yeah, the only the thing I know about century. him is that he wrote Ulysses, which I've never read. That's pretty much what most people know. And honestly, unless you're really, really stoked about James Joyce, you probably shouldn't read it. The the claim to fame for Ulysses. Yeah, you read that for English class. Yeah, it's like it's written in like stream of consciousness. So it's Walker. I know you and I have talked about this one night very late in J Tree while longboarding. Oh, I recall for sure. (laughs) Uh, But the claim to fame of Ulysses is basically that 
yeah it's written stream of consciousness so it's all like through the mind of this one guy and it's like his actual thoughts as he's happening so if he sees a piece of cheese and that makes him like really hungry and think about it for 10 minutes you get to read about it for 10 minutes ha! <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you imagine being his kids and finding those letters because it'd be like now finding like old vhs parents fucking you know like after your parents pass away you're going through a shoebox and you come across all these dirty letters of them talking about fucking and that, that could be a great short story this collection shit too. who's talking about uh, great short story that would be a hilarious short story. You could like, you could start out, start it off being like a sad story about like going through all of your like whoever died's things and like remembering and like it's, them, it's, and then all of a sudden you find all this crazy shit that they well, did. Well, like, and definitely like an aspect is the kids are like living up to the fact that their parent was a famous author, like a great author, you know, Hemingway or whatever. <clears throat> the kids are like. <laughs> Like getting all sad, thinking about like living up to their parents' legacy. Crack open the first letter. It's like this really inspiring shit. They crack open the second letter. <laughs> I don't know. Funnily enough, while we're on this topic, uh, if you ever seen the movie Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star, it's about exactly this. A young man in Iowa, Middle America. You know, he's got huge, huge buck teeth. <laughs> he finds uh you know, he's well let's just say he's jerking off for the first time and he stumbles <laughs> let's just his, say he's let's just jerking off his parents pornography of them burning they were porn stars so he moves out to los angeles to be a star of the dirty movies as well and it's, it's and this is a, this is a movie yeah America. what's this movie called i gotta look this up Buggy larson born to be a star it's a it's a happy madison film from like the early 2010s it's a, a hidden gem if you will there's this one oh, dude where he's he has huge bucket teeth and he's there's oh a, nick swartzen there, yeah there's a bird whistling at his window and he starts whistling at it too through his buck teeth <laughs> so shut up take my money i'm in let's i want to watch it oh, i will great. say i've heard of that movie and I, i've heard that it was like people did not like it when it came out Ooh. Well, maybe a controversy, well, but maybe it just at the time, maybe it's a good, maybe it aged well. You never it's know. It's certainly crass, that's for sure. Yeah. Did you say it's a Happy Madison film? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like Adam Sandler's crew just starring the Nick same Swartzen. people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rob it's always Schneider. the same people. Yeah. Rob Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just went to Schneider. Don't tell, me, don't tell me you don't like a Rob Schneider movie. Oh, dude. There's a hilarious Family Guy clip of uh, they're talking about how Rob Schneider movies, he always just is something like, in this, Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> Rob Schneider is the animal. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I actually, I remember one time, uh, so Ziggy actually used to work at Seuss. All of us used to work at Seuss, which is our the wilderness therapy program for uh, for kids. That's where we all met each other. But uh, <laughs> changing the working minds. Oh yeah, hell yeah! What were we just talking about before that? I totally lost my train of thought. Porn. Happy Madison. Oh yeah, so some uh, at the end of every week at Seuss, all the staff would gather together and like share uh, like a highlight of their week or whatever. Like a lot of times, it was like the funniest thing that happened during the week. Um, and like we're like out backpacking with 
a group of kids. So, you know, lots of funny, crazy shit happens when you don't have technology around. But uh, I remember one time, one of the people who worked in Phoenix, they came back and they, uh, <laughs> they shared that the hilarious story of the week was that they were listening. They walked over to a group of kids that were pumping their waters and, uh, because <laughs> they were like having a private conversation which we try to as staff there like listen on um but they walked over and uh heard the kids like having a legitimate conversation about how they thought rob schneider was one of the greatest actors that has ever lived <laughs> and like it was like a totally sincere conversation among these kids about how like oh yeah no dude rob <laughs> schneider dude people don't even know like that guy is amazing <laughs> so versatile I mean, he's good, but best, like, best of the generation? Come on, like, of course it was the, like, teenage guys who like to smoke weed and stuff. They, those are the, to that's totally the demographic that enjoys Rob Schneider movies. Have you never seen what, oh, shit, I forgot. The one where he switches bodies with the teenage girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a class. I can't remember what that's called, but yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. That's another one. Rob Schneider is a hot teenage girl. The hot like chick or whatever. The hot, the hot chick, chick, right? Yes, that's it. The hot chick. That was it. Yep. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Does anybody have off the top of their head like a favorite Rob Schneider movie? <laughs> Dude, that's like the only one I know. Oh, what, one. what other Rob Schneider movies are there? Uh, I remember one called The Animal that was pretty good where hilariously enough, he turns into like an animal. <laughs> What about uh, That's, what a twist? Male, the male gigolo one he was in. Oh, Deuce Bigelow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deuce Bigelow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty funny ones. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I always loved I always loved his characters in Adam Sandler's movies, like uh <laughs> like in Waterboy. The, the do it like all night long guy. guy. Like, you, you can do it. <laughs> I wonder just if like, that character actually has a name or if he's just listed as the do it all night long guy. Honestly, it does speak to his acting abilities that, like, in some of those movies, he literally only has a couple of lines as, like, a guy in the crowd, but people, like, remember the shit out of that, and, like, it's, like, one of the most quoted lines from the movie a lot of times. Well, in all fairness, that could just be the writer's <laughs> ability. It's a combination. You gotta give the actor credit for delivering all right, all right, on all right. the writing. Delivery, delivery counts. That's true. That's true. Very true. I mean, it's Rob freaking Schneider, dude. Rob freaking Schneider. Rob Schneider is a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Well, uh, Scott, did you have any other good? Is, uh, how many of these James Joyce oh, poems do you have? Uh, I The site I found has 13, but we, I mean, we can just go read the letters if you want. We got, we got hit, hit as us, much hit as us with a couple, Hit us with a couple of them. Perhaps the horn I had was not big enough for you. For I remember that you bent down to my face and murmured tenderly, fuck up, love. Fuck up, love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to appreciate any guy that uh, calls his dick a horn. <laughs> oh, this is cocky, yeah. The, the last drop of seed has hardly been squirted up your cunt before it is over. And my true love for you, the love of my verses, <laughs> the love of my eyes for your strange luring eyes comes blowing over my soul like a wind of spices. Jeez. Dude, the last half of that is actually like 
That's poetic. pretty beautiful. Oh, dude, it's like really crass but beautiful at the same time. Oh yeah. I found uh, I found a clip of Rob Schneider as a stapler, and it's from actually it's actually from South Park, <laughs> not from Family Guy, like I thought. I'm glad you corrected that. Schneider was an animal. <laughs> Rob Schneider was an animal. Then he was a woman. And now Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> and he's about to find out <laughs> that being a stapler is harder than it looks. Rob Schneider <laughs> is the stapler. Rated PG-13. Weak. <laughs> Dude, okay, okay, let's just take 10 minutes and write this movie real quick. What is this movie about? <laughs> you know, like, why, why does he turn into a stapler? Is the yeah, first thing what's, what's the answer. lesson? What's the, what's the moral here? What's the, like, he's got to come to get, right. bring it together? Well, what do staples do? Staples, like, hold things they together. Hold things they hold together. people together. Like, staples, okay, he's. He's super flaky and he needs to come together to hold his friends together. <laughs> he needs to create community in his life. Mm. Mm. There's got to be some incident at the beginning of the movie showing that he, he can't, yeah, he can't keep his shit he together. Ha- yeah. He's like and a then, lawyer or something and his papers go flying. What? It's, it, this is a classic like movie script. It, and then some it, it magical, right magical that. being. Papers go kind. flying. He like, needs a paper clip can't fucking find a paper clip he like yeah. he begs other people for a stapler and then somebody curses an old gypsy woman who's hanging out in downtown yes. brooklyn for no reason curses him yes perfect <laughs> and then he oh, oh man how does he become what does he have to do as a stapler to become a human again <laughs> hmm. what what what's What's a good metaphor for a stapler? I don't know. I think right. the South Park. Maybe they've milked it dry. Yeah. If I think of one, I'll bring it up. All right. Anyways, uh... <laughs> so uh, we ran the the naming quiz. Oh yeah, we... yeah. We we had a quiz over the week. You want to, to... read the results, Walker? No, uh, you can. But we had a uh, vote on our Instagram page, which you should follow if you're not right already, uh, to vote on the name of the podcast. And we actually had a, a tie between two, what do we have? Six or seven choices. How many was it? Uh, something like that. Five, like, six, six. Yeah. I think six. Well, anyways, two of the choices tied in votes. So we have, we need a tie break. So actually Ziggy, we're going to allow you the opportunity. We're going to give you the pleasure of choosing between the two that are tie, tied right now as the yeah. official name of the podcast. That's the name. We're not. If you it. would accept this great, uh, this great honor. Yeah, it's a great honor and a, a, a huge responsibility. So, but I think about. Oh yeah, it really is. But I trust you. And Dude, when we become famous, when this blows up, this is people will look back on this episode. It'll yeah, be like one true. of the books of the Bible, probably. It's true. That's true. If you like Ziggy, will be running for president one day, and they'll be like, "That was the first great idea <laughs> that, that, that he that ever was, had." That was like, that was when he showed that he could lead. <laughs> All right. So, let's, so the uh, the two finalists, both of which, so we had nine people vote total, uh, and each of these had. Do you want to read votes. the read the ones that did not make it first? Uh, the ones the the garbage ones were wandering in the weeds, 
on the other hand, like a hole in the head. And then with one vote, your guess is as good as mine. All of those were trash. I can't believe you recommended those. Awful. Uh, but, but one of these was not trash. One of uh, uh, Wilderness Radio with four votes. And without further ado, with four votes. One of those is, is truly a wonder. <coughs> might let us know. So, yeah, I mean, Wilderness Radio is the classic name we got right now. But, I mean, just like without further ado, we, all, we like that kind of. I, I, I will say, like... I will say, Walker, several times since I've uh, made my big uh, grandstand about the name, I have gone on to introduce to other people the podcast as Wilderness Radio. And so I think I can, I think I'm ready to buy in now. Yeah, I mean, I'm I love both of those names to be honest with you. Like I said, I think without further ado, like gives us the cool opportunity, like to have like a set intro each time, where like at the end of the intro we can go like and without further ado, like and then go into it. I kind of think that's like it's like cheesy, but I kind of like it. I mean, we could also do that with Wilderness Radio. It just sounds way worse. <laughs> and with, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but anyways, those are the two name choices, Ziggy. If you want to talk us through what you're thinking voting wise, and then let us know what the official uh, decision is. Well, I mean, for me, I I really like Wilderness Radio. Like you guys have been calling yourselves. Um, I think it's a great name. I think it's awesome. And then the picture with y'all sitting in front of Yosemite is super cool. So I'm a big fan. Um, I also think you'll get like a lot of like cool outdoorsy people, you know, like we all are uh wanting to check it out a lot more too just like wilderness radio what's this um yeah so but yeah further ado or without further ado um it definitely fits into what y'all are uh talking about a lot more which is a lot more cool random quirky stuff but i'm gonna go with wilderness radio All right, it's official. It's official. The name is remaining. It's going to remain the same. It is Wilderness Radio. Um, Bing, bang, boom. Done. There you go. Now we don't have to worry, about, worry it about it anymore. And you know, Scott, I remember one of your main gripes with that name was like, we don't, we don't, we're not a radio show and we don't talk about wilderness. But like, I would argue, like, what is a radio show? I would say this is a radio show. It's just on the internet and we call it a podcast. What, what is a radio show, Walker? I would, I mean, I guess the technical <laughs> definition would be it has to be on radio waves, like because you can tune in on the radio wavelengths to the station. Yeah. So I guess that, I think I, that is what the true definition of what makes something radio. I wonder though if there's some way that you could, I don't know, if this ever would get broadcasted as radio waves, like. Maybe well, yeah, because like a lot of, I mean, that's what happens to the to all the like most famous podcasts. I mean, they play those on the radio. A lot of them are like on NPR and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm sure. They a just lot like of play them throughout the day. And if you guys think back to like, I mean, all of us. I don't know. I met you all through Wilderness. Exactly. Uh, I know uh, Walker and Roger. You all knew each other before, but Scout. Did yeah, you? we met through Seuss. Yeah, and I mean, and a lot of the people that we're gonna talk to in the future that we've already like discussed, maybe talking with, like that's how we met them. Yes, yeah. like working, working there. So, I'm just saying, think of the branding, think of the branding. But I'm in it. I'm in it to win it, boys. I'm down. 
But awesome. think, think about all the people I'm, I'm that in. are going to come, like, jump in, I think. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm actually, now that we've settled on a name, I think I might actually print out some a small amount of business cards to hand out on our <laughs> on our road trip on our road trip oh, to yeah, people dude. that we talk to and stuff dude, yeah absolutely could do like a thousand of them or something yeah. like that for like yeah. bucks. oh yeah sure. yeah yeah i don't i don't mind we should, we should set up a patreon that. maybe our adoring fans want to pay for our business cards yeah maybe <laughs> maybe not you should you should <laughs> maybe do a not. go fund me but like <laughs> we, we set up a go fund me and they charge us <laughs> All right, so our name is settled. We are officially we're, we're, Wilderness we're Radio. Let's celebrate with a quote. Yeah, let's hit, hit us with the James Walker. It, in, in honor of us choosing this name, if you would, I would like you to fuck me if you can squatting in the closet <laughs> with your clothes up, grunting like a young sow doing her dung. And a big, fat, dirty, snaking thing coming slowly out of your backside. Oh. Say what? <laughs> That's a good one. Dang, this dude was uh, super creative with the words. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Super yeah. creative with the words. Yeah. I've never read that in a review of a book, but that'd be an uh, interesting way to like review someone's book like super creative use of words <laughs> super creative really good with the words and stuff all right uh so let's see what do we have next on here i, I was gonna play some uh some walk of this right this was yeah, request, yeah. this was requested a couple of weeks ago by roger so uh to explain before we play this because it'll need some explaining um walk of this is something that Roger, myself, and some of our friends in like when we were like 17, 18, 19, like that age, like in high school, we would all get together in the evenings sometimes, like put out my laptop on the coffee table. Everyone would sit on the couch, you know, smoke some weed. And then we would all just like freestyle rap for, for hours. And I would record these raps on my laptop. Um, and we call we we ended up deciding the name of the album was Walk of This. I have like there's probably like 45 recordings of this that I have on my lap, my old laptop. Um, <laughs> so I went through and actually listened to some of them and found some good clips. Uh, the audio quality is definitely not that great, <laughs> but uh, but you can still understand what we're saying, and I think it's hilarious some of it. But uh, yeah, on this, on some of these, you will hear myself uh, rapping. You'll also hear Roger rapping on a little bit of this. Um, and then other than that, the other two people that like are rapping and the things that I picked out are uh, our friend Roop, who be cool if we get him on the podcast sometime. Uh, his, his rap name that we called him was Webster's Seventh. Um, and then our manager from Arby's, was uh this guy named adam uh and he was the other guy that rapped with us so you'll hear him a lot uh but yeah let me uh share my music here and find a good one let's see we'll start with 
So we would come up with extremely random names for these. This one we called Intro to the Evolution of Rap. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Is this sharing right? Yes. All right. First. You want to go in first? I don't know. Do I? I'm recording right now. All right. Yeah. It's just going to be like... <laughs> Glory <laughs> Banks, quite frankly, let me put it like this, and God, we fucked up. See, that's the part of it. Like a lot of we're we are straight up freestyle rapping. None of this is written down. Like we're just sitting around drinking and smoking and like rapping. So like people fuck up all the time, and like other people come in. Yo. Yo, we recording this. is Adam. Nigga, higher than a bitch. I don't give a fuck, but this nigga is a lyricist. Coming through this motherfucker with my dog Walker. Coming through this bitch's niggas hot like Waka Flocka. Flame nigga, fucking dangs nigga off the chain. Guess what? About a year ago, I snorted cocaine, but I didn't really nigga when I spit this fucking flow. Guess what? One day my shit is gonna fucking go. Fuck platinum, got an abdomen and a fucking stomach. Coming through this motherfucker as I'm riding when I'm blunted. I'm about to pass the mic. To my nigga root Please don't slip Don't be like fucking Snoop Hitting blunts Nigga blowing cunts Nigga what you do Look at my dog Looking at me Nigga who are you I'm a rapper Nah a trapper Nah I really work at Arby's But guess what tonight Nigga really fucking party Ooh. They call me the motherfucking trapper Cause I snore coke This rapper over here He's been I, I love the I really work at Arby's flex I'm about to rap. This is me in a second. You know what? I don't even give a shit. Yeah, they say the best to last. No, that's why I hit the fucking song. All the rappers doing right, always doing fucking wrong. I smoking fucking weed, bitch. I do it till I can't feel my knees every day. On your knees, bitch. Please suck my dick, suck it quick, like a fucking donut. Throwing O's in this bitch. Yeah, I'm about to go nuts. Yeah, I'm going off the wall. Yeah, I'm going John Wall. Yo, I'm dunking on these bitches. Yo, I run this fucking hall. I'm going in. Yeah, like this shit. Finish the fucking beat. Yeah, I'm Halloween. Yo, like trick. I'm like treat. I'm going in. Yeah, like that shit. Like it when I spit it quick. I'm never fucking stop. My flow is growing. I am blowing, snowing, bitch. I'm going in. I am fucking all flowing. I'm not Michigan, bitch. Yeah, you know that I be blowing by the O, by the zero, by the motherfucking ten. Bitch, I'm going every day. Gotta go for the win. I never stop. Bitch, go the beat all the fucking time. Yo, I finish this shit with my dope ass sick ass rhymes. I'm going in. Yo, Bima Benz a Bentley, bitch. Help me going in. Yo, got to go the fucking surgery. I'm going doctor. 
the beat, make it fucking sick. Yo, like my fucking rhymes, I am so motherfucking slick. Like brick, like Ross, yo, I'm fucking a boss. Yo, I'm going in, yo, and I'm eating Hagen Dazs. I'm going ice cream on the beat, spitting so cold. Yo, I do it every day since I was 18 years old. Yo, I do it all the time, got a late start in the game. Bitch, you are a mouse, I am a lion. Bitch, I ain't no tame. Yeah, I'm doing. All right, yeah, so that was, that was a track of walking this right there. Woo! Dude, I appreciate the uh, Hagen Dost line. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, that was like, yeah, the very beginnings of me starting to rap, which is a very fun hobby that I recommend everybody try. Super. Um, fun. No, yeah. Dude, we should do a freestyle sometime. Absolutely, I would totally be totally be down for that. Um, but yeah, actually, I got to give a huge shout out. I, I don't. He's. I don't think he listens to this podcast, but. Uh, I gotta give a huge shout out to Adam. I would have never started freestyle rapping if it wasn't for Adam. Like, I worked with him at Arby's and he would constantly pressure me while we were working to like, "Yo, dude, let's hear something. Come on, like, spit." And eventually, I caved in and finally tried it, and it was super fun. So, I gave it a try. <clears throat> but uh, dude, Walker, here- in all fairness, that's my exact experience with you, dude. Yeah, like, I got you into freestyle rapping. Yeah. Uh, but here, let me play another one that had. Uh, I'll single out the part Roger features in some of these as a rapper. Oh boy. Well. Yeah, his rap name was uh, Raja the Tiger. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I can back it up. I'm a terrible rapper. But who knows? Oh my god. So this one is hilarious. Roger. So Adam is rapping here and he starts rapping about Roger, who is sitting on the couch, like passed out, basically. <laughs> and when Ro- when Roger hears him being rapped about, you hear just you'll hear his reaction to like waking up and hearing him being rapped about and it's pretty hilarious and then he spits some lines for us after that um you guys could hear that right at the end all right cool here we go uh Win. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I won't ever see it. Roger, wake the fuck up. You look like a dumb slut sitting over there, ready to be fucked in your fucking butt. No, uh, no, <laughs> no. That's Roger waking up. No, no. What the fuck? No. Roger, you didn't hit the fucking track, son. It's still going. Man. We got a gap right now. You need to but, this. No, I see you with the flow. <laughs> but the fucking go. And all I want to know is. How about that hoe? But man, that ain't for show, cause I don't get that blow, cause all I do is flow in the river. But all I don't wanna give her the fucking child support, cause I don't give my heart mm. to the fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was fun. I don't wanna give her the child support. I don't wanna give her my heart to the fart. Dude, that's great. That's such a fucking great rhyme. So yeah, that's Roger. It's not bad for uh, being passed out and then getting woken up. Oh, dude, I like that. Straight off the dome, dude. It's raw. Honestly, 
Roger, I was impressed that you could tell that immediately you were just testing the tempo and trying to like catch the flow. I was impressed because he was literally passed out. You could hear Dude, him he... waking up going, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> he was like, like straight to the beat. Yeah. Yeah. Straight and... up the dome, dude. Unfiltered. Raw. And then he comes in with some baby. hot fire. Um, I had one more short clip, I, and I picked this one out specifically for Roger because he's the one who requested walk of this. But uh, do you remember, Roger, do you remember Adam's story time? Oh, God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So this was one that we did. It's not even a rap. It's just it ended up being Adam, our manager from Arby's, telling a story about him getting pulled over by the cops at one point. And it's, it's actually kind of a fucked up story because he's like a black guy getting pulled over by the cops. But uh, it's interesting hearing it from his perspective. Uh, so I've singled that out. Let's see. Here we go. Wait, am I sharing the right screen? Yes. It's brutal, man. For real. <laughs> hey, this shit was so bad one time. I pulled into a restaurant. The cops pulled the blue lights you before you, right? <laughs> This is my like a fool in behind me without the blue lights. So I got out the car. Get back in the car. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? I don't see no blue lights. I don't, you know, get in the car. He knew me. He went to school with me. <laughs> he said, I know you got the weed. Give me the weed. Then you'll be fine. I'll just let you go. But just give me the weed. I know you got it. I was like, that's what's up. I just have a quarter. So, man, this mother didn't get the weed. Then he's going to say, oh. Hold on. You been drinking? I said, man, I said I had a few drinks, but didn't you say he's going to let me go <laughs> if I gave the weed, you know? He's like, love for me. Damn. I can't even. My bad, man. <laughs> Damn. Well, that was a fucking intense story, and I recorded it so I can listen to it. Yeah. So he was actually telling us that he actually got arrested for like a DUI there kind of sucked for him <laughs> yeah damn dude uh, but yeah dude there's literally i have like 40 something of those recordings maybe sometime when we have a bigger audience i'll like burn some cds and people could buy like a walk of this mixtape <laughs> if they want um, dude I'll, I'll pick out some of the best tracks and put them on a cd or something could you imagine that being the uh the way that your music career blows up <laughs> Hey man, that'd be pretty. That's a unique story. I feel well, like. Uh, well, uh, would you be down if, like, if that's the music you have to perform? People just want to hear that those I mean, songs. If, if I could get rich for a couple of years, even off of that shit, hell yeah, I'd do sure, it. Sure, like, sure, you can be rich, but like, you got to perform for like 10, 15 years of like singing. That'd be that fun, shit. dude. Concerts like Walker, you or Roger, awesome. you're down to wake up to like no, 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 no. like on stage <laughs> every night. Dude, I don't know. I, I Walker, be... you're down to talk about Hagen Doss. <laughs> oh, I think it'd be awesome. You might get sick of certain songs. Anyways, that's some walk of this. Uh maybe we'll maybe we'll burn a CD at some point and put that out. But uh we can move on to the next uh thing. This is all I'll say about walking this. I'll play a audio clip and then we can move on. Smoke weed every day. That's a pretty good summary of what walking this was all about. All right. Uh, 
Roger, did you you had a topic for us, right? Oh yeah. So you know, today we're gonna be talking about the intricacies of cringe humor. It's a well, you could say one of comedy's newer forms, if you will. Uh, so, you, you know, you have your classic forms of comedy, you got slapstick, you got, you know, a good joke, a dad joke, you got, uh, you know, situational comedy. But, you know, in the modern era, especially now that the internet has come around, <clears throat> which is probably maybe when cringe humor was incepted, if you will, when, you know, two forms of comedy come together, they things happen and a new form is born. Uh, and now we have born today is cringe humor and cringe humor is um so basically humor that's just like over the top it makes you cringe it makes you be like oh my god what the fuck is that what the fuck did i just watch what the fuck did i just see cringe humor and i just think it's hilarious and yeah do do you have some like uh examples of this that you can share with us if you've ever seen the videos of meat canyon that is cringe humor at its truest just like really absurd like shocking stuff uh makes makes you be like what the fuck and i i always thought it was stuff that made you cringe because it was so awkward i didn't Uh, also that also that it's a uh, you know it's two sides of the same coin because i definitely like seen yeah so is does cringe humor include shit posting? Do you know what that is? Um, perhaps. Do you think oh, that man, would be included? I would say not boys. not every shit post is cringe humor, but some cringe humor is from a shit post. So shit posting, but is is shit posting in itself cringe humor? Not necessarily. I don't think. No, he's saying he's saying be. some is, but not all. Yeah. yeah. Some shit posting is just shit posting. Right? I could be wrong, but to me, I think shit posting is like. I say this because, and I hate to put you on blast. It's but like lowbrow humor, you know? <laughs> but I hate to put you on blast, but I got to say, Ziggy, you're one of the biggest shit posters that I know <laughs> on, social, on social media. Like, <laughs> level nobody, nobody I know, nobody I know posts I like, like more like things okay. just to agitate I like, people. I like than to this stir dude. that shit pot for sure, man. Yeah, he's all I why? What do you get from it, Ziggy? Why just, do you stir the shit pot? I don't know. I just love uh, stirring the shit pot. I always have. So I just I right, but why? Like what? Just getting people so upset and irate, and like they're so set on one thing, and then like just kind of poking that little bear, you know, where <laughs> they're like, "I'm so set in my ways. I'm like, oh, this is so right." But then you're like, well, maybe you're not right, you know, or maybe you're not 100% right. And people get so mad if you challenge their ideas or values. And a lot of times it's even stuff that I believe in, but I'm like, let's just piss people off. I don't know. So, yeah. Well, and I will say when you're posting on social media too, you're posting to people that are, they have intentionally decided to follow you. So it's not like you're just saying this to like random people necessarily that's true um i used to have a pretty large following of people and i've i've seen that <laughs> decline rapidly <laughs> is, is this the effect of shit posting um, yeah. Think? yeah so i mean i feel like um i had a pretty large group of uh on the left and the right on things and yeah a lot of Did, them okay 
So I, I definitely have one friend of mine who shit posts a lot and I love pretty much every one of his memes. I give him like the thumbs up, the likes and the smiles and the hearts. Always worth a good chuckle. Do you notice Ziggy that you have like a dedicated shit post fan base? Oh yeah. And it's the same group of people. So I'm like, <laughs> They'll post shit posts and then I like theirs and I got to share it, you know, so it's the same handful nice. of people. Yeah. But I got a question about, what is it? Cringe humor. We yeah. have to consider uh, dead baby jokes. Is that like cringe humor? Ooh, good question. Mm, no, no, no. I would call that dark humor. Dark humor. I feel like cringe. dead babies would be right up Meat Canyon's alley though. Hey, do you guys know the difference between a Ferrari and a hundred dead babies? I don't have a Ferrari in my garage. You guys, you guys don't know the difference. I Roger do not. I, I don't have a Ferrari in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how do you guys nice. get? Uh, nice. How do you guys get dead babies out of a blender? With a spoon. With Doritos. Ooh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> uh, dead baby jokes are great. They make me laugh every time. It's classic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, comedy is absurdity. And so, uh, okay, so is that absurd. not cringe? How is that not cringe humor, though? So, See, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it is. Yeah. I don't. I still don't really. I would call that dark humor. Now, is dark humor like a in a sector of cringe humor? Like a branch off? A branch yeah. of the same tree, perhaps. I because I would think cringe humor is just any kind of thing that kind of ro- pisses people off or is like awkward or rubs people the wrong way i would kind of consider all that humor Ooh, let me mm, let me see if i can find a, a is being, yeah, yeah geez, if you're Raj, like do you have being, any sources is being an edgelord the same as being like are you a crin- into cringe humor if you <laughs> could be it could be uh give me a moment and then i got another question is like would cringe humor also consist of like um anything else that's like kind of a sensitive topic where it's like that's kind of funny but it rubs me the wrong way and makes me feel uncomfortable you know like hey guys, kind of... what is brown and gurgles a baby in a casserole <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> But hilarious. Hey, what's uh, what's more disturbing than a dumpster full of dead babies? What? One baby that's still alive, like crawling its way out of the dumpster of dead. Babies. Oh my god! <laughs> <clears throat> what's the difference? What's the difference between a baby and a pizza? What? A pizza doesn't scream when you put it in the oven. <laughs> What what's worse than a dead baby in a trash can? Ten dead babies in a trash can. What's worse than that? I don't know. One dead baby <laughs> in ten trash cans. Oh, <laughs> I found a good example of cringe right, humor with a Raj. Yeah, I'm gonna link it in the chat. Dude, this is a pretty R-rated right. podcast with the James Joyce love poems and the the dead baby. The, uh, dead baby I jokes. mean, <laughs> those were written in like 1906. Come on. Hey, hey, are you saying hard, things baby. from 1906 can't be R-rated? 
yes, that's what I'm saying. No murders happened. Nobody was ever hurt. Everything was fine in 1906. Everyone knows that. What's more fun than throwing a baby off a cliff? <laughs> what? Catching it, catching it with a pitchfork. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Raj, did you post it? I don't see it. It wouldn't let me. Uh, oh, fucking copy it. It was a picture. So I'll have to find it. It wouldn't let you fuck and copy it. Why didn't you Wait, just? Are try you just to trying to it? find a good example of cringe humor? Is there no yeah. definition for it? Is 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 this journey of you trying to find it cringe humor in and of itself? No, I'm just getting sucked into a cringe humor rabbit hole. All right, I'm. That reading, sounds pretty cringy, uh, according, bro. According to Wikipedia, cringe humor is a specific genre of comedy that derives humor from social awkwardness. Mm. Often, a cringe comedy will have an air of mockumentary and revolve around a serious setting such as a workplace to lend a comedy to lend comedy to a sense of reality so like the office then. yeah the office yeah. is a cringe comedy. the office is cringe humor a lot of what michael scott does is curb your enthusiasm is another example borat is cringe humor yeah parks and rec yeah uh, uh what's it called i think you should leave that's a good one. That video I sent the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goes yeah the Haunted yeah. House. That show is so funny. Oh, was... wait, hold on. What was that? What was that called? It's called I Think You Should Leave Haunted House. I almost think that's worth this is the adult tour. That could be a good example. That was pretty hilarious. I almost want to play it. it was, you should, yeah, you should get a little snippet of that thing. It's been killing me for days. <laughs> that, right. that could be good to play two minutes of that or you something. You can say whatever you want. All right, I'll play it. Um, so this is Horse from a, this is from a Netflix sketch comedy show uh, called "I Think You Should Leave" with Tim Robinson, and uh, the name of this sketch is called "Ghost Tour." So it's a group of like adults going on a tour of like a haunted house. Just supposedly. play the clip. Ah, people people aren't watching. They need to know what it's about. I don't think they talk about that. Okay. Welcome to the Marbert Oaks Mansion Ghost Tour. Built in 1887, five generations of Farsleys have inhabited this mansion, and an unusual number of them have met their deaths under suspicious circumstances. Bad for them, but good for me. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a ghost tour. <laughs> there are over 20 suspicious deaths. So during the tour, why don't you guys stay close by? We wouldn't want to make it 21 tonight, would we? <laughs> it's just after 10 p.m. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jizz. <laughs> Sorry? Jizz by cum shot. You can say that because you say you can say whatever the hell we want. Sure. Or horse cock. Yeah, I guess. You know, there are no rules about swearing. Awesome. But let's do try and keep the comments and questions related to the ghost tour, okay? Now, uh, if you'll follow me. Now, unfortunately for the wait staff, our two most off-sighted ghosts reside here in the dining room, or as we like to call it at the Larbert Oaks Mansion, the dying room. <laughs> Any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say, fuck, there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Got it. Are the exact dishes that were set out for Eliza and Henry Farsley the night they met their untimely demise. I guess Henry should have swiped left. <laughs> Any of these fuckers ever fucking fall out of the ceiling and just have like a big messy shit? I don't have an answer for you. Or have a dingleberry. I, I have a question. When people see Eliza and Henry. <laughs> 
Oh my god, that shit's hilarious. So you get, I mean, we get the idea so far. It's like obviously they said it's the adult tour. You can say whatever you want. The one of the one I like reading YouTube comments. One of the best YouTube comment on there is like this whole episode is a metaphor for Tim Robinson on SNL. <laughs> humor was too crass. Is he on and SNL? Crazy. Yeah, he's <gasps> for it. Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, this dude's super weird. Yeah, cringe humor. This is a fine example. That's a good example of cringe humor, yeah. Yeah. So, what are the... Do you have anything else to say about the intricacies of cringe humor, though? So, is it intentional or unintentional? Okay, so Raj also just posted a link in the chat that came through, and it's a Reddit post of a Call of Duty player that believes he is famous who (laughs) walks into a GameStop... And he's like throwing up his hands and like waving as if he's famous. And <laughs> obviously nobody gives a fuck who this guy is. And it, it makes you feel kind of sad for him because it's really happening to a real person. But also it's funny because he thought he'd be famous for being a Call of Duty player. Yeah. Oh, uh, Walker, can you play it? See, that, see yeah, I could play it. Is the audio yeah, worth yeah. playing? I can yeah. try. Yeah, hold on. Let's see. See, it's it's just funny from so many different angles. Like, hey, this very absurd thing is happening. Haha, that's funny. And then, or and then maybe this other little detail. Oh, this guy's acting acting like he's famous because he's a cod player. So yeah, he's walking at what is this? A mall? It looks like the mall, dude. Which cl- a classic mall set. Yeah. So he's walking awesome. towards a he's walking towards a GameStop at the mall, and we'll play the audio now. He just walks into the store with his arms up like everybody should uh should pay attention to him. Like like with like finger guns blazing the sky, you know. We got their little team backpacks too. No shit, they're matching, you're right. Oh he's he's explaining it. He's explaining who he is. The one guy's carrying a skateboard. Yeah. The employee did not know who, who he was at all. I, I hope that can be us one day. Did you Can hear him? Please do that. Did you hear him call? He said, "We're Call of Duty athletes." He called them athletes. Can we please be podcast athletes? Do you consider that's a hot that's a hot question? Do you guys consider like being a professional video game player being an athlete? No. Okay, is chess a sport? Because no. I feel like they're pretty similarly uh, correlated. Chess is a game. Uh, okay, is is football not a game? I disagree. It is a game for serious. So, what is a sport then, Roger? A sport is a game that has some sort of athletic component to it. And you don't think football applies to that? Yeah, I said it's a sport and a game. Oh, okay. Wait, what about chess though? 
Chess is a game. What do you? Yeah, what strategy game? You don't think that mental so it plays has to involve your body. Effect? It does, it does, but it's a different type of mental. Um, what about like chess boxing? What chess boxing? Chess boxing? I don't know about. Have that. you not heard of this? No. Oh, dude, chess boxing is the dopest sport of all time. You like, you start a chess game that's timed, I think, to like nine minutes or something, and you play like, I don't know, three minutes of chess, and then you go out and you box for a round, and then after like a round of boxing, you come back and play three more minutes of chess, and you can win by technical knockout, uh, checkmate, or... I think in the event of a draw, the like judges will score it like a boxing round. Yeah. I would love to watch that sometime. That'd be fucking cool. Dude, I would love to do that sometime. Mateo and I almost did that. I remember. Ex- I, except what? I got my t- tooth knocked out. Ah, <laughs> oh, is that what stopped it? I remember you guys were pretty gung ho about actually. Dude, doing yeah, that. we were going to, and then yeah, the whole uh, the whole tooth ah, thing happened. I didn't remember that. That's what caused it. It's funny that you mentioned chess boxing because actually one of the instrumentals I have on my soundboard is uh, Wu Tang Clan, the mystery of chess boxing. You know, a great, a great track. We can listen to the intro. Hold on, let me. uh... Also, we lost Ziggy. I don't know where he went. Yeah, he he posted this book and then. It's like a sword fight. You must think first before you move. The mystery of chess, chess boxing by the Wu Tang Clan on their famous album Enter the Wu Tang. Um, but yeah, Ziggy posted a pretty he uh, he he dropped off the Zoom call, but uh, he posted a pretty. F- I was reading the did you read the description it, yeah. of the book? It's pretty it, it funny. Seems wild. Yeah, he posted this book on Goodreads called Wet Goddess by Malcolm J. Brenner. Um, and the description of this book is. Set at the height of the Vietnam protests, Jimi Hendrix and LSD, Wet Goddess, Recollections of a Dolphin Lover, is a story of strange encounters, awkward misadventures, and ultimately love. Stoked on cheap pot and reports that dolphins possess near-human intelligence, liberal arts major Zachary Zimmerman couldn't be more thrilled about his first pro-photography job. The project... Shoot a book about the stars of Florida's Funland, Florida Funlands. Uh, or sorry, the project. Shoot a book about the stars of Florida Funlands, struggling dolphin show, while turning a blind eye to the writer's affair with the head trainer. But the writer isn't the only one at Florida Funland looking for f- forbidden love. Ruby, a solar perform solo performer in the show, slowly edges her way inside Zach's slightly foggy mind drawing him deeper and deeper into her wet realm of sensual abandonment and 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 just so we're clear ruby is a dolphin right violence yeah hey ziggy's back previously my my computer crashed sorry about that oh you're good i was just reading the description of whatever you just sent us it was pretty hilarious yeah dude uh, interrupt. the the best part about this is just reading the reviews and my favorite my favorite though is there's a guy that's like talking and he's like, yeah, he's like, so my hamster, 
she's been giving me the eye for a while now. I'm going to take her out to the wood factory and take her out on a date. <laughs> and it's just like, all these like reviews are the best part about this whole like fucking weird book. Is it about are all yeah, the reviews? Is this about like a guy fucking a dolphin? Yeah, it's a it's a guy fucking a dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna Dude, say wild. the the number he two the, do- the number two comment says he fucked a dolphin <laughs> with like twenty exclamation point. And it then was a bad in, book in oh, her dude. genital slit. It was a bad book written by a dolphin rapist. Yeah, what are, you got to click more on that one. Okay, yeah, we got to read the top <laughs> please, comment. Please stop arguing with me about whether or not on, you can on, rape on, a dolphin. This, is a, this was a one-star review by Mercutio. Scout, do you want to read it? <clears throat> it was a bad book written by a dolphin rapist. Please stop <laughs> arguing with me about whether or not you can rape a dolphin. Please note, I did not pay for this book and they don't suggest you do either. So they didn't even read the book. They didn't even read the book. Come on. Look, oh, they just didn't pay look for who it. They, they recommended it. To you. They might have read it. That's true. Illegally. I like how the people talk about reading the book with an open mind. It's true love. There's a, one of the reviews <laughs> says the greatest story ever told. The greatest love story ever told. The greatest love story ever told. Important word that I missed. Five stars. <laughs> Dude, I An- another I review. What one star? What the fuck did I just read? <laughs> They've clearly never seen the lobster. <laughs> Love what? it or hate it, the story makes Pest. headlines. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the author nailed it. You gotta admit, that's hilarious. Look at, look at Can you imagine love letters? I just imagine Jamie like a blowhole reading or, or writing a review for this book. That's what would really be awesome what a tie-in yeah but you'd have to read it you'd have (laughs) to read the whole book before you reviewed it (laughs) this book has 58 58 people reviewed it and it has a three and a half star rating dude it has a lot of five star reviews that's not that bad yeah look at the amount of five star reviews 26 five star reviews yeah i wonder how many people are just like think just because it's funny that that's why they give it five stars let's yeah can we can we check out the uh five star reviews <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. Hold on. God damn it. There's there's gotta be a way. There's got uh, there we go. Five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. All right. Number oh. one review. This was a truly this was truly a beautiful story. A man and a dolphin romance story. Dolphin emoji. Shakespeare has been beaten. <laughs> I was intrigued by the jokes about. 13 dimension m theory and polydimensional topology nuclear emoji <laughs> what the fuck the author Sorry, may have I'm gone into too emoji. much detail no i'm, yeah, I'm just emoji. this this explanation emoji. is insane. interesting choice in emojis. emoji hold on hold on here we go this is a little more clear many may think that this is a repulsive story of a repressed dolphin sexual <laughs> but are missing the deeper meaning shocked face emoji Yes, it is an allergy. It is an allegory to Romeo and Juliet. Love emoji. Wow, the man and the dolphin are meant to be. Ten out of ten. <laughs> highly oh recommend God. this wholesome <laughs> book for all audiences. I recommend having your kids read this story so they can <laughs> learn to have tolerance for this totally, totally not degenerate behavior. Dude, Humans and dolphins are truly meant to be. Dolphin lovers of the world unite under all creeds. 
and then in parentheses or in what is that never mind uh captions i don't know pardon the obvious irony but this rapist deserves the deepest spot in hell he exploited an emotionally vulnerable animal with a high cognitive capacity so clearly they were being sarcastic with all of that so it sounds like there really is maybe some legit dolphin rape in this Uh, it sounds like it dude i feel like somebody should do a deep dive uh maybe we should look into this further Maybe we should try to get the get a hold of the author and talk to him about Dude, why we could the do fuck, an interview. Why the fuck did he write this? Yeah, just hear what's going on. I think I am neither pro nor anti dolphin rape. To be honest, with a dolphin. I'm gonna guess actually that we could potentially get that guy as an interview. I bet we could. You want to try it? Because I'm guessing this book is not. He ain't that famous. And I bet if we found some contact Dude, that's a good way to land an interview is to say could, like, this guy ain't that famous on live air. Well, he's not fucking listening. <laughs> Nobody listens to this shit. You don't know. Maybe maybe he's a fan. Dude, yeah, if anybody <laughs> would be a fan of our podcast. That would be fucking hilarious if he was an actual <laughs> fan. He, he, heard, he heard the penis fact episode. Oh, oh my god yeah I, I will i will definitely look and see if maybe we could contact him. that would be very interesting to see if we could talk to that guy i would love for one of us to read it it's worth what we're worth looking into i think oh my god he has other books he has mel kyor and interstellar affair Dude, this guy's all about fucking uh, the different parts of the universe. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, dude? Growing up in the Oregon box, secrets of a Reikian childhood? What's that mean? He wrote that with somebody. It looks like maybe his brother or his dad. Same He's last got a name. cool last name. That book is about a memoir about growing up. Sexual in- freedom. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's about growing up in the notorious Ojorn energy cult in the 1950s and 60s. I've never heard of that. Interesting. I have no idea what that is. Might be something worth looking into, honestly. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll I'll definitely touch back up to see if I can get a hold of that guy. Did we want to talk a little bit about barbecue before we yeah, finished out the I podcast would be stoked here. yeah I'm so stoked to start talking about barbecue one because so, yeah. it's a lot of cool content and two because I'm so stoked to be so hungry for all the delicious barbecue we get to have yeah so I mean if anybody didn't hear last episode on our we're going on a road trip at the end of August uh we're gonna Roger and I are flying out to Las Vegas and we're gonna end up driving our, pretty much across the entire country <laughs> back towards Raleigh doing a bunch of different stuff so we have an idea of reviewing the different styles of barbecue that we encounter along our our road trip um so yeah ziggy what do you do you know anything about like interesting barbecue like along like the southern portion of the united states that's kind of going to be our path yeah there's so much good barbecue texas what would you recommend uh dry rub barbecue brisket in texas is amazing. we're gonna yeah we're gonna be driving across literally the entire state of texas so yeah. we'll definitely hit up that 
Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that suck about Texas, but their barbecue is not one of them. And the dry rub is phenomenal. Um, the brisket, you got to get the brisket. Um, if you stop in Memphis, Memphis has great barbecue. We're definitely going to try to drive through Memphis. Everywhere in Tennessee. And Tennessee is kind of like it's North Carolina where it's got mountain barbecue and then it's got, you know, non-mountain barbecue. So that's so, pretty cool about Tennessee. So what's the difference between that? Is it something about like vinegar and like mustard based versus like tomato based? Yeah, it's all about the base. Uh, so so you got the Kansas City. No barbecue. trouble. And Kansas City barbecue, the base is actually molasses, which why Kansas City has shitty barbecue. Um, <laughs> is that why you get that like sweet, thick, black? Yeah, it's like just like tar, sweet grossness. And like I... That's what I grew up with because that's what I was close to is Kansas City. So I used to like grow up being like, I hate barbecue. I like grew up and I was like, man, I hate Kansas. I hate barbecue. I didn't know there was a difference. And then Memphis barbecue is amazing. It's a brown sugar base, which is much better than that gross molasses stuff. What makes it, and, what's, what's different in like the flavor? Uh, it's like, uh, it's sweet, sweet and good. I don't know. You get, you got to. I feel like you gotta have it. You gotta try it. Um, and then the mountain barbecue of Tennessee is different than what Memphis style is. Uh, Alabama, Northern Alabama, you get like a white sauce, which is great with everything. Uh, and that's like I, mayo, right? It's mayo mixed with barbecue. I, I think so. Yeah, it's like it's a mixture of things. Maybe ranch mixed with stuff. That seems like the South, you know, ranch mayonnaise and a little bit of sugar probably um south carolina is really great because you have that mustard base yeah so my buddy is uh my buddy is living out of aiken south carolina and we've gone several times uh iggy or ziggy ziggy actually you might know this place called sheely's have you ever heard of that i've been i've been to sheely's yeah yeah i was like in south carolina i should really yeah are you a horse person what the hell no i almost moved to aiken because uh for a forestry job with warehouser actually oh that's awesome yeah so yeah aiken's a cool little town yeah it is but anyways yeah they have uh they have really good uh vinegar and mustard based barbecue which i was like interested in because yeah like you were saying i grew up in like uh western pennsylvania and so all i knew of was basically the kansas city like uh the baby brand that you get in the store baby rays is that baby rays Rays. yep exactly that's it that's it is that molasses base yeah that's the kansas city yeah so that's like honestly i feel like a majority of people when you say barbecue that's the flavor they think of yeah i would imagine that that's it's fair to say that that's like midwest barbecue oh yeah absolutely 100 percent but then no. you get the mountain barbecue, which is a ketchup base. And I think that's across the board for Western North Carolina and Eastern Tennessee. I'm not sure about that, but I really like that style. And then you have North Carolina, you got like the Lexington style, which is the combo of the vinegar and the ketchup, which is pretty good. And then <clears throat> Eastern North Carolina, you got the vinegar base. So, and they'll do, they'll do white vinegar or they'll do red vinegar, vinegar. So and and there's like a also a big difference between like wet and dry stuff right like dry rub yeah the dry like, rub's all about the spices so and that's and, a and lot, is there that's like a lot more uh, texas i feel like you get that dry rub 
which is real popular there. And I, I was telling these guys, um, yeah, dry rub brisket in Texas. Dude, I'm so excited to have um, brisket in Texas. I want to stop so many times for barbecue, you guys. Are you guys, guys going to go through Dallas at all? We're going to Austin, which is like an hour north of Dallas. So we should be able to get anything that would be available there. Dude, uh, there's another great spot, like besides barbecue there, there's Rosetta's, uh, I think it's like Tortilla Factory. God, that's oh, hell yeah. so good. You can get like, you can buy like a big bag of like freshly made tortillas for like nothing there. And oh, their sir. breakfast tacos are so good. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't, I think Austin, I think Dallas is like an hour away from Austin, but we're going to Austin, Texas. Yeah. Dude, I'm also down to like hit some detours and like try to do some food touring. Yeah, I'm a I big love, fan. I, honestly, I would love to try to almost try to get to Austin as quickly as possible. Spend a couple days with Ben if if he can get off sure. work. Sure. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, Texas has great food. Great food and great sports. Dude, <laughs> I've heard so many cool things about Austin's music scene too. Oh, I'd be yeah. stoked to try to catch a show if it works out. I I would love to go to uh, Big Bend National Park. Like that's like on the top of my list right now. Is that? I, I swear I've heard of a Big Bend in Utah. There is a Big Bend in Utah, I think. But I guess it's not the national park. Sure is what I'm hearing. No, it's not the national park. The Big Bend National Park's right on the Rio Grande, and it's in Southwest Texas, and it's hours away from anything. So my ex used to live in Dallas and we'd go to Dallas from North Carolina and I'd be like, Oh, let's go to big Ben. And it was like another 10 hours away from Dallas just to drive there. Damn so, dude. Yeah. Dude, Texas oh, is so no. big. It's such it's a insane huge state. how big it's, Texas is. It's crazy how big it's, it's so much bigger in Texas. Yeah. Everything's bigger than Texas. Everything is bigger in Texas. Oh yeah. Everything is bigger out West. Honestly, it's crazy. <laughs> Ever since I moved out here, it's like, you hear of like an eight hour drive and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. normal. Check yeah, out. So, Scout, one of the things I remember about living out west was like, uh, you'd have like a dinner party and you invite some of your coworkers and they lived an hour away and they would come Dude. to your like dinner party. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. They lived in yeah. Provo. You lived in Salt Lake. They would drive up just to hang out yep. with you for dinner and yeah, then dude. drive home. And, dude, then, and like, that's like in the city. Imagine if yeah. you lived in like Wyoming, if you lived in like Evanston, oh. Wyoming. Yeah. Dude, if it's because you can haul ass and you don't have to even steer on the way. 95 miles an hour. On the way home, yeah. dude, you could go fucking 100 miles an hour in a straight line back home. Like It's crazy. Yeah, it's true. But here at East, it's like, oh, hey, come to my dinner party. You live four miles away and you're like, ah, it's just too far. Uh, yeah, uh, can we meet in the middle? It's going to take know? It's gonna take two hours to get there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got traffic. 90 mountain roads to take. It yeah. can be pretty ridiculous sometimes. Dude, Asheville's the worst with traffic. So yeah, that's pretty. Crazy. It'll be nice when it, eventually, hopefully, whenever they finish I twenty six construction. Oh, dude, that's oh. been going on they, for what twenty years? Yeah, <laughs> they, they, since they we started that in two thousand eight, and on I twenty six, and it's still not finished. So oh, it's uh... a big humongous pain in my vagina. <laughs> yep. Hey. All right. Well, uh, 
we've definitely gone for over an hour here so yeah i, I think that's it boys we can uh wrap it up here does anybody uh ziggy appreciate you coming on dude yeah, yeah dude thanks, thanks for coming on zig yeah come on again sometime man we yeah. really and we really appreciate you being our tie-breaking vote on the yeah. podcast name um laying down the kibosh yeah we need that so the official name is wilderness radio that's we're sticking with it now now we have a good way to start the intro every time what with um afro man uh, yeah. so nothing <laughs> says wilderness radio like afro man speaking of afro man yes yeah, so ziggy <laughs> mentioned to us before we started recording that actually today is the birthday of the the infamous rapper who anybody who's like been a longtime fan of hip-hop will know this guy his name is afro man uh, and it, it is his birthday today hold on let me see how old he is 46 47 you think That's he's 47 how old do you guys think he is or Ziggy, did you actually look it up? I, I think he's 47 based on how confidently Ziggy said that. Yeah, he's 46. <laughs> so, um, but uh, Afro Man, of course, is if you don't recognize his name, is famous for such hilarious rap songs as Colt 45 and uh, Because I Got High. So uh, we figured we'd, we'd go out on a good Afro Man instrumental, uh, just an appreciation. So... Uh, We'll deal with because I got high. That's what the instrumental I got here. And uh, you guys can say whatever you want as this is playing and we can roll out. Wait, hold on. Am I sharing the screen? Nope. There we go. Oh, yeah. La da 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 La da da. High school, I had a, a couple of 12 inch subwoofers and I used to blast this all the time. I used to be in high school and then I got high. Anybody got any hilarious things they could rhyme about here about because they got high? Uh, a good one here. I got one here. I was gonna go to work, but then I got high. I was gonna clean my house, but then I got high. And then I got high. (laughs) I was gonna record a podcast, but then I got high. Yep. Hey, we've been pretty good. We've we've now I'm just sitting say, here on my ass because I got high. I'm gonna give us a shout out. We have we have put out a, at least one episode a week since we started. Is and this are we at episode seven now? We're, we're we and we're at episode seven? seven, which is a pretty Ooh, awesome milestone. The liminal for us. zone. I actually was reading that most podcasts uh do not make it past the seventh episode, so Oh, really? We can if we can do an episode. So we're next quitting week, today. We're, we're done, doing, baby. We're already we're out. doing better than most podcasts if we make it till next week. But, oh, uh, I, I thought we were done for now. I thought this is it. But then I, I got high. <laughs> oh man! All right, classic well, beat. Ziggy, uh, Roger, and I, I think we're gonna see you this weekend. We're going camping, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, where are you guys going? Where are you going? 
Racing uh, Highlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, tame some so wild horses. I'll bring. Uh, I might bring my audio portable recorder. Maybe we can get a good, some good recorded snippets for the podcast off of That'd our. Be fun. Yeah. Are you guys? Uh, you guys gonna be able to take care of the dogs? Are we gonna be able to ride bikes down I'm the work, I'm working on it. Uh, it's a it's a hard maybe right now. It's like yeah. solid <laughs> 50, solid fifty fifty. If I can. Squeezy, she'll be waiting at home. Yep. But uh, yeah, I would. We, we want to try to bike the Virginia Creeper Trail. So yeah, how strenuous is that? Seventeen miles, like pretty much all downhill. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll try. I will try to make sure I can get the dogs watched for. Yeah, it'll be all a good right. Idea. Well, if, uh, if anybody else has anything else to say, then they can. If you have another good rhyme for because you got high, maybe we could end on that. And then uh, uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. I, I was going to make a really, high. really nice outro for all the fans, but then I got high. Ooh. I was going to finish the podcast, but then I got high. Ooh, we just kept on fucking talking, and then we got high. La, da, da, now we just can't shut up. Because we high, ah, yes, we got high, because we got high, because we got high, na-da-da-da-da-da-da. All right, we'll see you guys next week.